This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Pushback is growing over mayoral control of New York City schools. It's Monday, January 8th, and this is your New York Daily News. Monday's forecast calls for partly cloudy skies in New York City with a high near 42 and a low near 31. Before today's top story, full service has been restored to the numbers 1, 2, and 3 subway lines after an MTA train derailment and collision caused havoc during the evening rush hour last week. Governor Hochul's office announced the service restoration early Sunday. The two trains that collided have been removed from the tunnel. Workers conducted repairs to the tracks and the third rail, and a safety inspection of the tunnel has been completed, the statement said. Power was restored to all tracks by 10 o'clock p.m. Saturday. The Thursday afternoon crash left 24 injured after one train, which was taken out of service after vandals pulled its emergency brakes, collided with a passenger carrying number one train by the West 96th Street and Broadway Station. When crew members were unable to reset the brakes, power was shut to the five lead cars of the 10-car train, disabling the car's braking and power systems, NTSB investigators said Friday. That meant subway traffic mechanisms designed to keep trains from running past red signals would not have worked, MTA sources said. The NTSB is still investigating the cause of the collision. Find this story and more right now at nydailynews.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. As state lawmakers reconvene for a new legislative session, one of the tasks they'll face is reviewing school governance at New York City public schools. Now in what's known as mayoral control, the mayor and his hand-picked chancellor control the public schools. That has been renewed multiple times since it was first passed in 2002, viewed by proponents as a way to effectively run the nation's largest school district. But support for the status quo is facing increased challenges, as frustrated teachers and parents at a series of public hearings have questioned its effectiveness and demanded a more representative structure, including more checks and balances on the mayor through school boards or other elected officials. If not extended, mayoral control would expire at the end of June. I want the same thing that my former mayors had, Mayor Adams told reporters last Tuesday at City Hall. We have a public school mayor and a public school chancellor. We understand the importance of a quality education, and both of us had two different experiences. So I would like the same thing they had. They were allowed to turn around the school system. Last time mayoral control was renewed, in 2022, Adams was granted power over the school system for two years, with some caveats. 
The Panel for Educational Policy, the city's school board with most members appointed by the mayor, was expanded to include more parent representatives. State education officials were tasked with hearing from the public, as well as issuing a report on the last two decades of mayoral control and other public school systems, such as Chicago's, that are phasing it out. The study is expected by the end of March and may push an agreement in Albany until after state budget negotiations. Two of the city's five boroughs have hosted public hearings so far, with the rest scheduled for this month. City Schools Chancellor David Banks defended the school governance structure as more functional than the pre-2002 school boards, and it allows the city to act decisively during a public health or an illiteracy crisis and holds mayors responsible during a general election if they fall short. A representative for Assemblyman Michael Benedetto, chairman of the Education Committee, said he could support at least six more years of mayoral control with tweaks kept to a minimum. But the vast majority of speakers who chose to attend the hearings were no longer content with the status quo. They described mayoral control as undemocratic and with little to no checks on the mayor's power. The structure, critics say, is too removed from the classroom and leads to shifting priorities with each new administration and their signature programs. While some speakers called for the elimination of mayoral control, others called for the mayor to have fewer appointees to the panel for educational policy. District Council 37 publicly backed an extension for Adams in 2022. The last year, mayoral control was renewed, whereas the UFT skipped a rally in support. DC 37 represents education department staff, including cafeteria workers, parent and community coordinators, crossing guards, and child care workers. Both unions last month sued the city over unpopular budget cuts. DC 37 did not return a request for comment on whether it will back Adams for another renewal. It was not immediately clear what, if any, role the city's approach to the recent class size legislation, which was passed alongside the most recent governance law, would have on an extension of mayoral control. While education officials have said they are in compliance with the law's five-year phase-in period, critics point to data trending in the wrong direction as class sizes grow with the arrival of migrant students. Adams hinted Tuesday that the classroom caps, which set limits of 25 students or fewer, depending on grade level, would be a focus of the administration during this legislative session. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more on Tuesday. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.